humans, direct from the Court of Bar Studios, I'm Carly Beaumont, and this is Talking Shondaland. I'm here with Nicole. Hey! And this spring, we're talking Station 19, Grey's Anatomy, and how to get away with murder. Our general discussion this week will be about Season 3, Episode 13 of Station, and Season 6, Episode 12 of How to Get Away with Murder. Mm. Welcome, new listeners. Thanks for listening. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome. Hey, Nick, what's up? You know, same old, same old. Same old, same old. It's stuck mm. at home. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. Now I'm just trying to stay home and stay sane. That's about it. That's it. That's all we can do. Um, yeah. Speaking of heroes, we do want to give a huge thanks. I'm not sure if they're listening to us. Maybe they are, maybe they aren't. But thank you to our first responders, doctors, nurses, um, medical professionals, scientists that are kind of trying to figure this stuff out. You know, thank you for all your hard work. We really, really, really appreciate it. Police, firefighters, all yeah, you. Yeah, all, everybody. Thank you so much, you know. And if me staying out of the streets is helping you do your work better, then, hey, that's good. I feel like. Cool. So, Nicole, are you ready for this? I'm very much ready for this. <sighs> this week we only had two shows and I was very grateful for that. I was very <laughs> grateful. I don't know why, but I was like, oh, thank goodness. Our load is yes. less. Um, yeah. But then we uh, we had two really good episodes and I was like, Psh, who needs a third show? Kidding, Grace. I'm kidding. I still love you. Anyways, Station 19, episode 13, Dream a Little Dream of Me, written by Rob Giles and directed by Stacey K. Black. Vic rallies the crew to pose for a calendar photo shoot that will support a good cause. Emmett comes clean to Ben and Sullivan shows Andy a softer side. Mm. What do you so think sweet. of this episode? So sweet. So sweet. Um, I enjoyed the episode. I yeah. thought it was good. Um, I really enjoyed the whole Vic trying to get everyone to pose for the calendar. Yeah. Like just because it had like moments of like, you know, ease and, you know, it had its funny moments. So I really enjoyed that whole part. Um, the whole like, you know, Emmett, Ben and Sully of it. I'm oh. happy that's finally out, done and out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, for now, I don't know what's going to come of any of that, but, um, and I, I don't know. I thought it was really sweet that like Sullivan was like, you know, stuck around with Andy, make sure she got sleep, make sure she was okay type of thing. But I don't know. I thought it was a good episode. I didn't cry as much mm-hmm. or as hard, I guess you can say. It was just, I don't know. It was a really good episode. I thought. Yeah, it was. Um, I, yeah, I really enjoyed it too. I really enjoyed it. Um, the, Oddly enough, the first time I saw the episode, I, like you, I was, it wasn't, like it was touching and, you know, and it was emotional and it was nice to have, um, that stuff for Andy, but like mm-hmm. it didn't really get me, right? And then the yeah. second time I watched it, the very last scene with Pruitt and Andy when he's like reading her oh, story. Yes. Yeah. He's talking about like, there's no life to live in the ashes. Um, and then she says, you know, good night, Poppy, and like all that stuff. I was like, oh my God, I had the hugest lump in my throat. Um, and then I teared up and cause that was like that for some reason really touched me. Um, that this, got me the second yeah. time. Yeah. Um, that was really nice. The whole Andy and the dreams and all that was, was really cool. It was a great mm-hmm. way of, of, um, you know, of like dealing with her grief or, uh, or of us seeing that moment and also her kind of saying goodbye to her dad in a way, since she didn't get to do it physically. That was cool. Um, seeing Ryan again. Oh my God. Oh, Ryan. Ryan. 
Damn it. So fucking cute. Um, it was just, it was nice to see like the two of them together. And I, I was kind of sad that that's never going to happen, but whatever. I've moved on. Um, <laughs> um, the whole everything with Maya was awesome. Her oh fucking, gosh. her telling Dixon off, her like defending herself or defending herself and Pruitt and, you know, telling him off and like, all that was awesome. It was just so great. So good. So uh-huh. good. Um, the, <laughs> the, the calendar stuff was hilarious. Um, how awkward they are. Like, oh, the, you know, this is a firehouse full of like really pretty people, obviously, because this is a TV show about firefighters. Yeah. Um, but it's really funny that they're just kind of like, Ooh, I'm so awkward. I don't know how to be cute. And it was just adorable. Um, <laughs> I was trying to show Maya was hilarious. That was. The funniest. She was like, "What?" He's like, "Just put your hands back there." And, and, and oh my god, I couldn't like, handle and, it. And flick it and spin it. <laughs> oh my god, it was so. Travis is so funny. <laughs> no, but wow. um, <laughs> goes. That was really great. Everything with Vic, I I really liked. I liked that it hit her the way it did. Um, I felt like it was a very Vic way of kind of dealing with it, right? Of trying mm-hmm. to be proactive. Um, of keeping her sense of humor in a way, but also, like she said, she's. She's still really sad and really mad. And I thought that that was a really, like, really nice and not necessarily, like, super in-your-face way of handling it. Um, But it was just, I don't, I just found that to be really lovely. Um, Travis, Maya, and Vic just sitting on the floor. Yeah. Just being sad. Like, that was really beautiful, yeah. you know? And, of course, it has that extra layer because of Ripley. So it's just kind of like how many people that she, like, super, super cares about is she going to lose in such a small amount of time? Mm-hmm. Um, or short amount of time. Um, I wonder if that's going to come back to like, you know, change her character in some way. Um, when it comes to like maybe forming attachments to more people. I don't know, but we'll see. Um, what else? Oh, and Jack was the absolute best Jack. He was the like the Jack of our dreams. Oh my you know? God. That I can't awesome. even handle Jack. Oh my right. God. I can't even have handled him this, this episode. <laughs> He was so, he was, it was, he was even like cuter and sexier to me this episode. Yeah. You know, oh Hero God. Jack. Oh my gosh. I was just like, I was like looking, I was like, that's right, Jack. You helped them. Yeah. You helped them. <laughs> yeah. Um, I really like that this episode, the, the people that got the big moments. So mm-hmm. Vic, Maya, Jack, uh, I guess you can count Proby in there too, but whatever. He just got here. So we're not, but Vic, Maya, Jack, like, getting these big moments, these, these great big moments in this episode, um, in and around Pruitt, that was, that was really nice to have, especially because they didn't have their own like special, you know, one-on-one time with him the way like Miller and, you know, uh, um, Travis and Ben got earlier in the season. So that was really nice to have. And what a hell of like moments that they had in this episode. They were all great. I feel like we got to see the best uh, the best Jack and like the best, um, Maya. You know what I mean? Like the, the, oh, yeah. like the Maya and the Jack that, that I love, at least the best. You know what I mean? Like they were awesome in this episode. Oh my God. Dean asking Ben to be like, oh my God, yes. Like take over, like if something happens to him, I was mm-hmm. like, oh my God, I can't even handle it. Yeah. First of all, he never asked Miranda. Right. Right. He's like, yeah, no problem. No. Another baby. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but he's like, you know what? Yeah, cool. Because she brought him home before she asked me. So right. I'm going to do the same thing. But I was like, yeah. oh my God. I'm like, I that can't was, even handle it. I was like, that was, yeah. Oh, so good. That was really, that was really good. Um, 
I just love that. I love that Miller's like worrying about that, you know, like being a dad has changed them. And this is, you know, one of the main ways that's really cool. And Ben, uh, he's even more actually, adorable than he was before. Who, Miller? Yeah. Right? Like you oh. think he didn't, he couldn't get more adorable and then he totally is. Mm-hmm. And then, and then we got to see him shirtless. Like, yeah. uh, Vernoff, yeah. I feel like Vernoff is making something up to us. Yeah. No? Well, no. I don't know, but yeah, Whatever. that was, that was great. I was like, can we, yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like this episode between like Maya and in her like calendar outfit and like shirtless Miller, I was like, I got everything I've ever wanted in, in an episode. This is incredible. I'm like, I need this calendar. If we print this, I need a calendar. Thank you. I will pre-order. Let me know where. <laughs> I'm just saying, ABC, missed opportunity. Just yep. saying. We I totally will Venmo you right now. <laughs> I want to see Ben as like Santa Claus. And oh my great. God. It was great. Who am I kidding? The one that I'm really looking forward to is Miller's and Maya's. That's it. Yeah. That's it. That's all. Although Travis, Mr. Fourth of July. I was going to say, I don't know. I, Travis looked pretty good in his. Yeah. He's really cute. Yeah. So cute. Um, he has a great like tan and shoulders. complexion. Yeah. And yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. See, you guys, we can't keep it in our pants. Keep it in okay. your pants, Nicole. Um, <laughs> moving on. Keep Sam. Keep, Sam keep it moving. No. Um, Provi came out. He came out to the whole station, and that was awesome. I love the that reception. I love the reason. Like, I think you know, Pruitt inspired him. Um, or at least the, you know, the last Pruitt's last moment really inspired him, and like, I guess hearing about him just really inspired him i loved that he was just kind of like this station is built on trust and i gotta tell you this you don't you guys don't know much about me but like two like weird things um and then he said it and i like that i like that he was like you know i don't know if i could call myself a proud gay man yet but like you know i'll get there or something to that effect i mean i was just like okay probing okay maybe i can like you now. i can't wait for the aftermath oh with the dad yeah oh god you think he's gonna blame somebody in the station for this of course. You're going to take it out on the station? Yeah, because he's an ass. Oh, uh, yo, I really wanted to dropkick him when he was just kind of like, ah, uh, like, stop crying. Don't make me regret promoting woman. a woman or something. I was like, this is I was like, if I could jump through this TV right now and slap the shit out of you with one of their fire boots, because I know they're heavy as hell, I totally would. Crazy. I was like... Oh my God, can someone knock him off the chair? He's the absolute worst. And I know the thing is that like, I want to say that they're just exaggerating, but there, there are so many people in charge like this still that you're just kind of like, I hope they get his ass fired. I hope they get him fired in like the sweetest victory slow burn way possible. Mm. Right? Like, like have it, like have it just taste good. Like I want, you know, blood in the water. I just (laughs) wanted to smolder and I just wanted to. Smell like victory. I can't like, oh, we need that no, soon. I know, dude. But when Maya was just kind of like, oh, yeah, like I did, I did things that were wrong. But also the battalion chief left the scene and went into the fire, yada, yada, yada. And that was on your watch. But you're not investigating him, are you? No, because then it'll make you look bad and you don't mm. want it to make you look bad because mm. you can't have that. He looked at her like, you got son of a... Mm. And she was so right. And I love how like confident she was in like, getting him in his face. That's one of my favorite things. When somebody oh. gets in his face, it's usually Maya. Oh, yeah. I love it. Love oh. it. Hopefully he goes out, Sully takes his position, and then Maya and Andy can run the house. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. 
All right. Let's get into feedback. <laughs> um, you guys, if you have any feedback, um, comments, thoughts about the episode, follow us on Twitter at Talking Shonda or leave us a voice note or an email at Shondaland at CourtsandParts.com. We have an email from Margaret. Hey, Margaret. What's up, girl? And Margaret writes, Hey, Carly and Nicole. Hope everyone is doing well. Here are my thoughts on the episode of Station 19. First off, poor Andy. I just feel so hard for her right now. Seeing her have to grieve yet another loved one so soon after losing Ryan is truly sad. Her dreams seem terrifying and so emotional. Her loss is just unimaginable. I was, however, glad to see Diane again. I'm a huge fan of Tracy Toms. Girl, who isn't? Right? Tracy Toms is the shit. <laughs> um, I think your character is really beneficial for the station, and I would love to see her more in the future. Ditto, Nicole. Yes. Wouldn't she be like great as like the on-call psychologist think, or something? Yeah. I think she should be the, you know, the Shondaland on-call one. <laughs> Throw her in Grays, get her a little bit in murder. Well, murder's over at this point. They could definitely yeah. have used one. But anyway. Yeah. 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 Let's keep her for Station in Grays. Yeah. That would be dope. I love it. Wouldn't it? Well, she doesn't, didn't she say she mainly deals with firefighters, but I'm sure she could like see DeLuca maybe. Well, maybe. it may not be her specialty. All right. Whatever. All right. Somewhere. Anyway. Yeah, we'll figure out the logistics later. Yeah. <laughs> Close. Uh, Margaret continues. Next, Jack using ASL. I'm glad they've kept this recurring part of his past with him. And seeing how he is able to connect with people in that way in this episode is really great. The topic of domestic violence is obviously incredibly sensitive. And this was definitely another great storyline to include this week. Major props to Jack for how he saw the wife and kid being somewhere safe. I really love this caring Jack. Yeah, Jack was like, Jack was the best, as we said. Um, uh, I like that he instinctively knew that the kid was in trouble, right? Mm -hmm. You know, um, and that I think Jack should use that more. And I think we're going to see more of him being this type of person, you know? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and it would make sense. Um, and his his relationship with um, oh shit, what's her name? Monica, Nancy. I forget her name, but yeah, that lady. Yeah, with the lady, like it's still you know she's bringing over donuts. That's I so know. Sweet. <laughs> and then he took her there, and she was like, "Come on in, yeah, it's yeah, fine, it's yeah. fine." I was like, "Oh my god, I can't even handle this I right now." I love it. It was so it. good. I know, so good. For it's funny because for a split second, I thought he was gonna take them home. That's what I thought too. I'm like, are they gonna go home with him? Right. And I was like, I was like no. wait, is he living with? Oh yeah, no, he's living by himself. But Andy's never there, so I mean, right. he could have. But. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Um, but no, but the, but then I was just like, he could possibly get in trouble. So maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. But it was really so. nice that he like had somebody, and that um, Diane, I want to say her name is, or the the older his friend, uh, took them in. That was really cool. That was really yeah. cool. Oh, I I really like this start the storyline. And Murger's right. It's super sensitive but the way that it was done and him helping them out and and um i don't know that was just i i really liked it i, I liked seeing it it wasn't as um the entire episode was like that like it, it wasn't as sad or as dramatic or as like tragic yeah. or whatever as it could have been like they yeah. really balanced out you know the levity you know the levity and uh, the drama and all that stuff mm -hmm. that was really good like a new Jack, like he's starting to slowly grow into a better version of himself. I know. I hope so. I hope. I hope it stays that way. Do you think he's seeing Diane? Remember, he took her card at the end. That would actually be awesome if he mm -hmm. was doing that, like in the backstory, like they bring it out later. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, that would be. 
All right. Margaret continues, as, as usual, Dixon was the absolute worst. His initial refusal to allow proper funeral was upsetting. And the way he was going after Maya, disgusting and beyond insulting, trying to take her down for being human and having rational emotions. The misogyny leapt out and it was gross. Her clapback, however, was incredibly written and delivered. This is the Maya Bishop we know and love, and I'm glad to have seen it. Word. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Yes. Agreed. 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 Um, Margaret says this whole calendar shoe is definitely a great idea for fundraiser for a fundraiser. Travis's shoe had me laughing out loud, especially Miller's your country needs you. Uh, also it definitely serves as a great reminder of just how attractive everyone at the station is like, wow, Maya in that outfit, everything. Yes. It was everything. She was so cute. Um, by the way, I feel like anybody can look cute in their gear, in the firefighter gear, the pants. Mm-hmm. I feel like anybody can look cute in those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Margaret concludes, Vic was another favorite of the episode. Seeing her emotions and how all recent events are affecting her is really poignant and appreciated, especially... Uh, especially her moment at the end. It was so powerful. Hope I covered everything. What a great episode. Best Margaret. Thank you so much, Margaret. It was a great episode. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, we have an email from D. Hey, D. And D writes, Hi, Carly and Nicole. Hope all is well. Here's my feedback for Station 19. Doesn't this feel like the first time in a very long time Vic and Travis have interacted? Like they were best friends. What happened? Your guess is as good as my ours, D. No idea. And they're so good together, Nicole. Yeah, I know. Ugh. I think just relationships and everything got in the way. I know. Um, Jay Hayden and um, Barrett Doss also have really good like comedic timing. And then they have mm. really good chemistry together. So watching them in the scene is great. You know, God. the beginning of the episode when he came in and she said something about the calendar, he was like, okay, you're going to have to like back it up a little bit. And then she said the story and then he was like, mm, now, now you're going to have to like speed up, a little, you know, go ahead a little <laughs> bit. Like that whole interaction between the two of them was just, it was so good. Um, and they can both do, you know, the drama and the comedy very easily and so well. So it was nice. It was nice to see them. But yeah, we don't know D. <laughs> uh, D continues. So Dean does, does own the houseboat. It's good. <laughs> it's good that he's working on his will. I'm kind of surprised that he's asking his fellow firefighters to be Prue's guardian though. Like they're all equally at risk meeting their demise in a fire. It does make sense that he would ask Ben. He isn't running into fires anymore. I just hope that Ben tells Bailey about it so she isn't caught by surprise. Absolutely. Um, D and I love that you're just like, you're very concerned about the houseboat and I love it. I love this, <laughs> but yes, now we know that that's what he owns. Um, and also who else would he ask? It doesn't look like he has like other friends. So those are the people that he knows. They just so happen yeah. to also be firefighters. And he didn't want the crew to go to the family. Right. So, so that's that. Yeah. Ooh. Vic's reaction though. She was just like, mm, I love her, but like, <laughs> My entire adult life has been, um, has been about dodging having a baby or something when kind of yeah. time. Oh my God. It was a much better line than that. But it was like, I just love the way she delivered it. Like, mm, I'm not trying to have a baby, but it was like a really nice way of saying that, you know? Yeah. Oh my God. That was funny. <laughs> I hope this is not like a, a like a foreshadowing, like that something's going to happen to him. Oh, Nicole. You know I mean? Oh, that's the first thing I thought, like when it started, I'm like, mm. I don't oh, like this. No, I don't like this, Nicole. No, Nicole. 
I know. Cole, if something happens to Miller, don't, I don't even, no. D continues. I really want this calendar. I would especially like a calendar with just Dean. Since we're all be quarantined basically till the end of the year, it would be nice to look at him every day for the rest of the year. Ow. Yes. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Can't say I dis- I don't agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Again, like, where can I pre-order one? ABC, are you listening? Please. There's a need here. I'll Venmo. I'll Venmo you the money. I got cash app too. Whichever one you want. I'll sell, I'll sell you. <laughs> Yo. Yeah. A full, a full calendar of each of them. Um, yeah. I'll buy one of each if it's just. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. It's going to be 2020 in like 2025. <laughs> Still on 2020. But have you seen his shoulders? No? All right. <laughs> Let me show you July. <laughs> now, it. how about them? No? Right, okay. Right, right. <laughs> and you get away. You don't get the look. All right. Oh, man. So D concludes with, so Emmett just came out to his team. I kind of feel like his fiance should have been the first to know. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, you know, I feel like the feeling overcame him. But I do like that. That's the first thing that Miller said, though. Shouldn't homegirl know first? You should go give her a call. No? Nope. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Goes. Ben got confirmation that Sullivan was the one stealing drugs. I wonder how that conversation will go down. Will Sullivan have to resign? What will the Dick Dixon think of this? How will the rest of the team react? I'm looking forward to this storyline. Best D. Yeah, D, thank you so much for that. I feel like nothing's going to happen. I feel like Dixon's going to sweep it under the rug because he's not going to want that to reflect badly on him or that it was happening and nobody knew or he didn't know, blah, blah, blah. So Mm. I feel like he'll sweep it under the rug. Really? Because I think the complete opposite of that. I think he's going to like fess up and like let it, let the chips fall where they may. Oh, no, no, no. I'm talking about Dixon's going to sweep it under the rug. Oh, I think Dixon. Sully's going to say something, but I think Dixon's going to sweep oh, it yeah. under the rug. Yeah, then I agree with you. Absolutely. Or or he's going to come back and come at Ben and fire Ben for knowing and not saying anything. <gasps> Yo, that's crazy. Well, it depends on how Ben tell and what Ben t- says. If Ben is the one that even... Well, no, well if, right. Sully, if Sully says, I've been taking him from the, PRT, the truck. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to be like, well, you didn't notice like how many vials were going down and right. how quick. And remember he like, changed that number? Yeah. Oh, I shit. feel like that's going to end up falling on him in that sense. Right. Or Sully's going to be like, well, you can gladly tell him. And guess what? It's going to fall on you because of that. Right. So what do you want to do? Lose right. your job? Going to go back to being a surgeon? Because that's your only option. I think what will happen is that they'll take the PRT. Like they'll take it. Or they could do that. And then once again, where does Ben go? Another career, I guess. <laughs> oh, uh, Ben. Oh, Ben. Ah, Ben. Um, we have an email from Vanessa. Hi, Vanessa. And Vanessa writes, hey, guys, I hope you're well. I want to start by saying thank you for giving us something to look forward to every week. I've been in lockdown for almost 30 days now in my country, South Africa. Podcasts and series are some of the things keeping me sane. Oh my goodness. Vanessa, thank you so much for listening and you're welcome. <laughs> that was nice. And hang in there. You know, there are a lot of podcasts and a lot of series to watch. So I feel like yeah. maybe you'll, you'll be sane for a lot longer than you think. I've been catching up on a lot of things. So many things. <laughs> so many. So many. Anyways, Vanessa says, 
I was really upset that they did the time-lapse thing again. I really wanted them to pick up right where the previous episode left off. It would have been nice to have seen Andy and everyone else's initial reaction. This episode was not what I expected at all. I'm not even sure what I expected, but this was not it. However, I didn't hate it. All right. That's not bad. No. <laughs> um, the Andy scenes were so weird and all over the place to me. I'm not sure what they were trying to achieve with their dreams. I have so many questions. Like, why was she in her wedding dress and kissing Ryan? What did Vasquez mean when he said that her mom wasn't a bad person? I feel like there's more story, there's more to the story. And when Pruitt and Dr. Lewis said, you don't really need a daddy, and the constant shift between dreams of her dad to scenes of her and Sullivan, what did that mean? Are they saying that she replaced her dad with Sullivan? The contrast comparison between Sandy and her parents these past few episodes bothers me for some reason. Yes. Okay. Um, those are all good questions. Um, dreams, I, I don't know. I mean... The whole thing with her mom, Nicole, is the one thing that, like, really, um, uh, like, made my ears perk up. Cause I'm like, they keep Duck mentioning out. her mom. And this, mm -hmm. and in this episode, she's, um, what, what, uh, Rigo said was, your mom's not a bad person. And then later he said, your dad's, uh, is, is not that bad. Or like, your dad is a good guy or something like that. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. What I think that means is that, you know, we're going to have, Initially, I'm not going to lie. I'm just kind of like, I feel like Andy's mom is alive. <laughs> right? That'd be crazy. That'd be crazy. This is a murder. But yeah, that'd be crazy. Um, but it may, she may just be either uncovering more about her mom that she didn't know about that can, you know, inform her moving on. Or she has another dad out there. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was interesting that she was calling her mom in the dream, but her mom wouldn't turn around. Mm. I thought that was weird. Mm-hmm. Like, well, why? Hmm. So. I don't know. Well, they're definitely setting something up with Andy and her mom. Um, yeah. Or, or, I'm, or something I'm, from the past. Right, exactly. Something from the yeah. past, something from her parents' past. Um, That's going to be something. I don't know if it's going to be something for this season since there's only like three episodes left. But who knows? Yeah. 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 Um, Vanessa, the thing about what Dr. Lewis said, you don't need a daddy and the constant shift between her dad scene and Sullivan. It is pretty much that she is replacing her dad, but not, I mean, that sounds really horrible, but it's like, um, towards the end of the episode, we also found out that Robert is an orphan. Mm -hmm. Um, and then he said his whole, you know, like what happened to them and the two of them now have each other. That's like the show pretty much is having them, um, What's it called? It they have each other now. Like they're the only people. They're the only family they have for one another. Because aside from the fire people, right? But like yeah. they're orphans. They don't have brothers and sisters. All of their you know quote unquote loved ones aren't there, um, family wise. Mm -hmm. So they now have each other. I'm guessing that that was like the show's way of like you know solidifying this uh, union between Sullivan and Andy. That's I thought it was, was kind of sweet. It was super sweet. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I don't know how I like completely feel about it or still feel about it, but I'm like, I kind of feel like it was kind of like a sweet moment. Like they both mm -hmm. kind of like need each other in order to, I don't want to say like be better, but you know what I mean? Grow, if you will, individually yeah. and together type thing. Yeah. Or at least that's what I'm hoping, but. Yeah. It's a, it's kind of like, you know, we'll take care of each other type thing. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. That's, and that's what they have. That's what 
they have. Um, so the show framing them, you know, as orphans and then saying, saying that too, like we, you know, we only have each other. I think that's just kind of the way it is. And her whole dreams thing was all about kind of letting, possibly letting go of that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, she's still going to have feelings about like losing people and all that, but this just for show purposes, for like narrative purposes, this is just probably like the show, like ushering this phase out and then starting with a new one soon. Yeah. With her. Yeah. Uh, Vanessa says, anyways, moving on, the scenes with Sullivan comforting her were really cute. I must say they have such great chemistry. It just works. But I must say lately, these two seem to be in their own world. Their storylines revolve, revolve around each other. Andy had a life before this relationship. I miss her interaction, interacting with everyone and being a badass firefighter. Hopefully we will get more of that soon. Yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, Vic was incredible this episode. I felt like we were getting the old Vic back, but I found it annoying how she grieves for Pruitt way more than her fiance last season. Ooh. Everyone was amazing, especially Jack. Not a fan of Emmett, but I really liked that coming out scene. Ben was annoying per usual, okay? <laughs> but maybe I'm being biased. I'm not a huge fan of him. Did you see did you see the promo of him shouting at Sully though? How dare he talk to him like that? Sullivan is not perfect, but of course he needs to take responsibility for his actions. I just don't like Ben Ben's holier than thou attitude when he's one of the most impulsive characters. Can't believe we have to wait 2 weeks for the next episode now. I'm really excited for that Andy and Jack talk about Sullivan. Vanessa. Thanks, Vanessa. Mm. Okay, Vanessa. So you're not a Ben fan. <laughs> not many. <are>. Right. <laughs> the holier than that was very, uh, I feel like it's very the doctors from Grey's type mm-hmm. attitude. Um, I don't know if doctors are like that in real life, but yeah. Uh, okay. That was fun. Yeah, that was fun. Thanks, B. We have another email from Andrea. What's up? Everyone has a lot of thoughts. I love this. This is so yeah. cool. Um, so Andy writes, hi, Carly and Nicole. Hope all is well. Here's my review for Station 19. I actually like this episode and I really like what they did with Andy, given her dreams and memories, especially the scene with Ryan. I was, I was a Randy shipper and I love seeing that. I also enjoyed seeing Sully taking care of her. It was really sweet. Oh, yes, it was. Mm-hmm. And he seemed so concerned, even when she was like, go, you got to help Maya because my dad, blah, blah, blah. He was just kind of like, all right, I'll go. And Maya was just like, you better stay with her and take care of her. He was like, okay, fine. I love it. You know what was funny? The best part, I feel like, of all that mm-hmm. was when she was like, Ryan. He was like, no. <laughs> Sullivan, your husband. <laughs> and then she goes, oh, hey, you're still here? I was like, oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I love the fact that he didn't get mad. I like the right, fact right, that right. he was just like, hey. But I was just like, oh, my God, I was dying. He's like, your husband? That's He's so like, funny. Okay. So you. funny. <laughs> okay. Yo, um, I'm surprised that she didn't know that he didn't have parents. Like, maybe not know about the specifics, let's say. But, like, to know that he's an orphan. um, Like, I'm surprised by that. See, just goes to show how fast they're moving. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I feel like that, that wasn't surprising. Really? Yeah, because I feel like that's not something they, I feel like they didn't really ever talk. It was just kissing, making out, and all that other stuff. Right. Not really like, hey, where are your parents? Right. Hey, are you on drugs? Right. Yeah. Right. You know, in between kissing, are, you know, brothers, sisters, okay, make out a little bit more. Parents, okay. Where do they live? Okay. 
make out a little more. You know? Yeah. It's like the um the young couple that came into a firehouse that was handcuffed. Yeah. And when the girl was having you know the the epileptic seizure, Ben was like, "Uh, do you know her mom's name?" She he was like, "No, the number." He's like, "No, her last name? Eh, I don't know." <laughs> do I you love even her. Know, do you know her name? I, of course I know her name. She's the love of my life. I was like, <laughs> "This kid, <laughs> I can't with him." He's like, "What?" I was like, okay, all right, you, with the two of you. I love it. Uh, it's so good. Hilarious. Right? <laughs> Anyways, uh, Andrew continues. Now for the team. Barrett Dawes absolutely killed it in this episode. When does she not? Mm-hmm. And I was glad to see some emotion out of it, except I was obviously pissed that we didn't get to see that with Ripley. I mean, come on. Ripley must have meant something to her. So she was all teary-eyed over Pruitt, who could have not died sooner. <laughs> Jesus, Andrea. Um, and, <laughs> um, and not a tear of what we saw over Ripley. I don't buy it. It feels personal as if the writers are trying to overshadow Vic Lee and make Vic this airy, flaky person who basically forgot about Ripley. Oof. The anger's out of the way. I still enjoyed Vic trying to put this calendar together. Uh, they're quite the sexy firehouse. Absolutely. Um, Andrew continues, I also love Maya yelling at Dixon for being a dick moment. I love that she was barely holding back tears, but standing up for her call and Pruitt's memory. Dixon is such an asshole. He needs to go. And Ripley can come back from the dead. Ha ha ha. Or just have someone else replace him. Also, <laughs> Andrea, you're going through a lot of roller coasters of emotion, Andrea. I love it. Um, Andrew says, also, I'm glad Proby finally came out to his team. It was a nice, empowering heartfelt moment and i loved it although what's gonna happen with his dad and poor alicia i don't know but i feel like his dad's gonna be pissed his dad's gonna force them to get married jesus christ although i feel like i wouldn't put it past this show to completely flip the script and make dixon totally cool with this anyways hmm. yeah think about it. right <laughs> um do, 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 do. Uh, and Andrea continues, also, I feel like they simply use Dixon being a dick, not wanting to give Pruitt a firefighter, firefighter funeral as a way not to do it since it was done for Ripley last season, which I am both mad and sort of glad about. Mostly mad because Pruitt should have died. <laughs> Andrea really, really hates Pruitt, you guys. <laughs> Although, Andrea, I'm not disagreeing with you. Just saying. Um, anyways... All in all, this was a good episode and I enjoyed it. Thanks so much for doing your podcast. It's honestly one of the best things during these times. Take care and stay safe. Love, Andrea. Andrea, mwah, thank you so much. That was great. I love it. Yes, yes. <laughs> your disdain for Pruitt gives me joy. <laughs> <laughs> so much. I love it so much. Nobody um, likes it. Nobody. Uh, I really want. No, okay. So funny that you guys say that because because while I was watching this episode, it dawned on me that the past, like, two, three episodes, I'm not saying that, like, I loved the guy. And if I had to choose whether to have him there the whole time or not, I would totally choose not. But it, they, these past episodes made me like him, made me like Pruitt and who he was, but not necessarily the Pruitt character on this show, if that makes sense. Yeah, I know what you mean. Okay. We have a uh, final feedback, and that's from Twitter. Um, and a tweet from series addict underscore fangirl. Hey. And series addict says, at talking Shonda, can you ladies please touch on this in the next episode? It's been bothering me. Would love to hear your thoughts and opinion. And what 
Series Addict is talking about is this tweet from Can I Pet That Dog um, saying, Andy telling Sullivan that all they have is each other lets me know that they're not going to stay married for long, that codependency is toxic as hell, and they're bonding over shared trauma and grief. Hashtag Station 19. So at Series Addict F wants to wants to know our thoughts and opinion on what at Namaste Sweetie says. You know, it's funny. I actually kind of had a feeling that, that during like the episode showing them together and like that talk, like how they said about them, you know, all they have was each other mm-hmm. made me feel like their marriage wasn't going to last long. Really? But what about that? Because it's so fast. I don't know. I feel like it was most more so the whole quickness of it all. Right. Like they don't really know each other, let alone Andy at this point really know herself. I feel maybe I'm underestimating her and maybe that's the whole point of this is the fact that we're underestimating her and who she really is type of situation. I Mm -hmm. hope that's the case, but I just feel like with everything she's gone through and going through, she doesn't even know herself right now. And she's going off of what, okay, so yeah, he, he keeps her alive or makes her feel alive at this moment, but how long will that last? Mm, true. So, you know what I mean? Interesting. Yeah. So, I don't know. I kind of feel like that in that way. I'm hoping that's not the case, but I feel like in a way. It will. It might not make it last long. Mm. I mean, maybe. The thing is that like. They kind of, it, it could be one of these things that they can burn hot and fast and then they're done, right? Yeah. Or this is the, this is the foundation. This is the basis of like something that can be long lasting, even though it started fast, you know? Mm-hmm. That's where I'm just like, I'm not sure. Um, I'm not super invested in them as a couple. So I'm just kind of like watching them as like the character. So to me, yeah. I'm just kind of like, I'm not sure where the show's going to land in that place. And it looks like, they're leaning more towards the like, this is going to bond them for, for a long time, you know, loss, mm-hmm. pain, um, all, like all of that is, is what's going to make them have a stronger, stronger. connection. Yeah. Yeah. And keep them together for longer. That's what is, that's what the show feels like it's doing to me. And if that's the case, then like, sure, I guess, you know, that happens. People bond over grief and, and pain and hurt all the time. So. I'm hoping that's the case, but I don't know. It's kind of like, <laughs> I feel like, you know, these shows is kind of like, you know, love don't last on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, <laughs> well, I mean, by like Bond for a long time is going to be like two seasons and then they're going to break up. Like, you know what I mean? Like that. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's fucking, that that feels right. Like that feels right for something like this. Yeah. So um, I'm hoping that's not it, but I guess we'll see. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I'm actually excited to see where this um, relationship is going to end up. Yeah. Because, like, I'm not, like, invested in them. Like, I don't have any skin in this game. But, like, at the same time, like, it's, it's, I'm hoping that it's going to be, like, a really compelling story. Like, the story of the two of them. So, we'll see. Like, even if they don't stay together, I hope that in the end they both come out better people. At least, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah. they have they have a lot to deal with. Like now is like all the grief now, and then um, maybe starting next week towards the season finale, it's possibly going to be about like Robert and his, you know, like his uh, his issue at work with the whole overdosing and all that stuff. Like, and what's that going to happen, and what that's what's that going to look like? And now that they're married and they have to tell people, can Andy, oh, you know, 
hold up to the scrutiny, you know, all that stuff. Like I'm, I'm here for sure. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Oh Lord. So exciting. I think next week we are going to have more Maya and Karina. I hope so. Where did I see that? I see, I saw it somewhere. Oh, I was looking for the synopsis for, to talk about this episode, the synopsis. And then I inadvertently saw like something for the information for next week's episode. And I saw that uh, Stefania Spampinato is going to be a guest there. And I was like, oh, yes. Yeah, I'm really uh -oh. excited. I know. And in one of those like uh, Instagram live things that Danielle does is uh, she said that, you know, there's going to be more like good Maya and Karina scenes. So I'm excited about that. Maybe next, nice. next episode. Cool. Um, so next week's episode is called The Ghosts That Haunt Me. Mm. The Ghosts That Haunt Me. Oh, shit. Uh-oh. This is probably going to be people shit catching up to people's, um, you know, all their stuff catching up to them, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Ooh. Exciting. All right. Skeletons out of the closet. Absolutely. So exciting. Crazy. All right. Great. I cannot wait. Cannot wait. You ready for murder? Murder. <laughs> he goes, how to get away with murder, episode 12. Let's hurt him. Words spoken this episode by Nate. And um, this episode was written by Daniel Robinson and Matthew Cruz and directed by Janice Cook. Annalise is forced to fight for her life while Gabriel approaches Michaela, Connor, and Oliver with a theory about Sam's murder. Frank and Bonnie have a heart-to-heart. -heart. Murder! I can't stand you. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of this episode? Woo, crazy. What is this, third to last? This, this episode was freaking nuts. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was actually going to rewatch it because I'm like, did I even watch all of it? I'm like, so was much. that everything? Was I paying attention? <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. Like, like this, this episode was like insane. So much. Mm. So much crap. Yeah. And they just don't stop killing people. No. No. It's While like on trial for every other murder. Thank you. They still don't stop killing people. Yeah, Nicole. I, I had to laugh. I had to laugh hysterically. <laughs> I was like, this motherfucker. First of all, why did Frank leave Nate alone with anybody? Like, I don't trust Nate like, anymore. He's he unhinged. Knows, he knows he killed, like, Miller. Like, he knows he's capable of it just like him. Why would you? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Right? Mm -mm. <laughs> mm -mm -mm. Like, you're going to have a lot of explaining to do, Frank. It ain't going to be good. <laughs> I like it. I like this episode a lot. It gave me, like, a lot of answers. It gave me the kids apologizing to Annalise. Not that it erased what they'd done, but it was nice to actually hear an I'm sorry and some sort of culpability. Um, mm -hmm. That was nice of them. Those ungrateful little shits. Um, <laughs> and the little fuckers. Right? Yeah. What else? Like, it, Tegan was awesome this episode. Tegan and all her, like, Game of Thrones, fucking yeah. geeky, um, Star Trek, like, all those references. I was like, oh, my God. And Tegan is a geek. Like, can they make her more perfect? No, I don't think they can. Um, it gave me one of the things that I have been asking for maybe since like season two or three, which is Annalise needs a friend and a BFF. And like, we finally yeah. got like a scene where I'm going to read this as her just being a BFF. You guys, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's where she goes, where she says, you know, I never met anybody who like made me feel like this. Um, and like it just looked like she 
Like Annalise has inspired her. Like Annalise has has gotten under her skin the way Annalise has gotten under so many other people's skin. Um, I just, I love that. I love that. And I'm just kind of like, finally, Annalise gets a best friend. Like somebody who's there and has her back and doesn't have any ulterior motives. Mm-hmm. Like a real true friend. Like a yeah. true friend, right? Um, and this is, I guess, I, I mean, regardless of whether you are in the camp that like Tegan has like real, real romantic feelings like that Robert dude was saying. Yo, um, he called her out. He did. And like, I'm not going to lie. I kind of agree with him. I kind of enjoyed it. But I really enjoyed it. Right. Um, I also really like him. Like, um, and I think that he keeps that he was around. Sure. This episode, he was around to kind of like, you know, be a. Uh, annoying to tegan and have tegan yeah (laughs) super pain in the ass and have tegan be like super prickly and like weirdly jealous of him for this episode but i think that he's around because he may like annalise may end up not like they're gonna end up together but like he may be someone that annalise like goes to after like all this is said and done to to like try to live a happy and and like normal life and date like a regular person maybe i think she should date tegan all right. Okay. And live a happy life. Be her true self. Yes. Yeah. Wait, no, Nicole. We're, I'm still waiting for Eve. Oh, my God. Is Eve not going to come? No, no. Right. I'd like her with Eve, but Eve has moved on, and I think they had a baby. Nah, she needs to be with Tegan. They right. dance and stuff. They cute. They, yeah, right. they just need to be together. You're right. You're right. You're right. It's going to take me a little bit, but you're right. You're right. Fine. <laughs> I guess. Um, no, but Tegan being her Khaleesi, I thought was great. Um, I love that Tegan was in this episode. I thought, I thought it was a great episode for Tegan. Um, I like that she, like, you can visu- visually tell, visibly tell that, like, Tegan really wanted Annalise's approval. Did I do good? You could have gotten better. And I'm like, damn, and she just, <laughs> like, Annalise is such a mom, at least like my mom. But, like, Tegan really wanted that approval from Annalise and that, like, you know, that you're doing a good job. And I don't know. I thought that that was really cool to like put under there. It was so funny. So funny. Um, this episode, I always wonder like, what is it? Like, what is it about Annalise? Like, why are people so like, like all up her ass? Like literally all she wants to do is be left alone, but people are just like, you know, here. What are you doing? Where are you at? Yeah. Who are you? I killed Annalise. someone. Help me. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't do it. <laughs> Um, but no, but this episode really showed, like, really showed you how much, like, um, for those of you who watch Grey's, you know, like, the sun. Like, Annalise mm-hmm. is the sun and everyone revolves around her and everybody wants to revolve around her. Um, this episode, like, it was strong with, like, Tegan, even Robert. Like, the kids are, are doing all sorts of shit because they just couldn't get out from, like, under her shine or whatever. Um, yeah. Oh God, what's his name? Um, Solomon, shady ass Solomon. Don't trust him. But he was even kind of like, you know, it took me a while to like get out from like all that, you know, from her power, her glow and that glow or whatever. You know, so like she's the sun and everyone revolves around her. And this episode was really good at like kind of showing that, um, in a way. Um, yeah. and it gave us a bunch of answers. Like, I don't know if you want to trust Xavier for what he said, Nick, but he gave, he like confirmed some stuff. I mean, that's why he got killed, but he, that's not why he got killed, but he confirms some stuff. I mean, at this point, I feel like if he's going to be truthful, I feel like this was it. Yeah. That's it, right? Yeah. Uh, and now he did. And now he did. I have never been tied up and tortured, um, in the same way. 
So mm-hmm. what I'm about to say is just based on my feelings about Xavier. Um, but like, he is so weak and spineless. Like he was, <laughs> I was like, he was like, I was not expecting that. This asshole threw his dad under the bus. Not like, I'm not. You don't care. He doesn't care. I'm not on the side of Jorge or anything, but like, dude, you were like, he really was like, uh, you got my dad. He's never going to see you coming. Just let me help you. Just don't kill me. I'm going to be cool. You can kill my dad. Like, really, dude? I can't. I just couldn't with him. Ugh. He, because he's not made for that. He's made just to talk, a talk and And sound sexy. Right. Yeah. Like, but he's not the brains or the buff of anything. He's the puppet. Yeah, as, he's the puppet for everybody. That's that's all it is. As Frank reminded him, yo, can I just say I had like severe flashbacks to Scandal uh, when yes. he like was just when he grabbed the freaking plastic and mm-hmm. was like, whoosh, mm-hmm. and he like opened it. I was like, oh, oh, it's like we're gonna have teeth pulling. I'm like, oh, I was ready for him to like Skype uh, with Huck. Right, I was ready. I was like, "Does he have a power drill?" I feel like there's going to be holes in people right now. I'm like, "Oh my god!" Um, I bet you if he had a drill, it would have been way, way more efficient of getting that information. But uh, I'm sure. It felt oh my good god! To it was like, oh my god! It was like I saw crazy hot guys. I was like, oh my god! It was hilarious. I was like, I can't even. It was great. Uh, I love it. I, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if that's one of like an old uh, scandal set or something. You know. I wouldn't either. Right. I definitely wouldn't. I was <laughs> like, crazy. look at him. I was like, those two must be BFFs. He definitely has worked with Huck in the past. I know. At least, right? At least <laughs> once. I can't. Um, okay. What I didn't like, though, Nicole, though, mm-hmm. why is the show trying to push this Frank Bonnie endgame business? I'm not about this. I don't know. It's so bizarre. Like, Annalise especially is, like, pushing super hard. Don't you want the answer to if he loves you or not? Or I'm like, what? What happened? I feel like Annalise was the captain of that ship. Fucking full sail on. Thank I was you. like, ah. Uh. <laughs> like, I don't know if she's trying to push them two together in case, like, sh- something happens to her. Mm, okay. Like, she dies or right. disappears or fakes her death or whatever the case is. I don't know if she's trying to push them together together in that sense that way like they'll be stronger together yeah than trying to like you know piece it or i don't know something like that that's how i feel yeah because i don't know i don't know why else i can't right i have no idea that was that was weird and it was very i feel like it was very unlike annalise to even care that much about like mm-hmm. you know oh i think he likes you like that doesn't feel like annalise to me yeah it's weird um that was weird, and I don't like that the show is really pushing this endgame business because then I'm just kind of like, does this mean that, like, one of them, you know, they're going to, like, build the story of the two of them hopefully living happily happily ever after, but then that means that one of them is going to die at the end. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Especially since they, like, Bonnie and Frank are two of the people that actually committed murder, multiple murders. So I don't know if we're going to see them get away with them, with the murders. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, at least one of them is not going to quote unquote, get away with murder. So that's why I'm just kind of like, is that why, is that why the show is doing that? Cause other than that, I don't get it. Like he's been like, Oh, Laurel, Laurel, Laurel for like five seasons. And now 
he's all about Bonnie and Bonnie's the love of his life. Yeah. Like for me, though, even with her. Even like when he was like, I love you. And she's like, I love you, too. Like, it didn't seem authentic Mm -hmm. because she actually doesn't. I think she actually does love him, but she doesn't believe that he loves her. He she doesn't think that his um, I love you's are authentic. So for her, she's okay. just like like she's saying it. That's the way she's I'm like, saying it. Like she's saying she's it just saying time. it to say it, right? Because for she doesn't trust she doesn't trust him. She doesn't trust him in that way, you know. Because yeah. for the past five years, he's been like Laurel, 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 and this is kind of like <laughs> all of a sudden I'm the Laurel, life. right? Yeah. Thank you, yeah. Christopher. He was ready to raise this lady's child as his own. But no, but Bonnie's the one where, okay, no, that's fine. It makes sure. At this point, I'm not going to complain about it. <laughs> I feel like at this point, it's kind of like, what else do we have? So right. why not? Yeah, why not? Exactly. Um, yo, Ali's dad voice. That was doing it for me this episode. Get, yeah. get out of here now. Get out. Or I'm going to throw you out. I was like, okay, Ali was happening. His dad voice. That's the way I called it in my notes. I had some bass in that voice. He was, yo, too funny in that one. Yeah, and then he was just coming, and then he like threatened Gabriel again later in the episode. He was like, "Oh, I'm gonna fight you." I was like, "Is Ali on steroids? What is happening right now?" He got real bold real fast. He <laughs> after all those hallucinations and whatever drugs they were doing, he was just like, "Listen, I got clarity. I will jack you up. Get yeah. out." And that's how he got his dad oh. voice. He got so real sweet. low. Get out of here. Um, um, no, but like, I don't know. Ali is acting weird and I don't know Mm -hmm. if it's, I said it a couple of weeks ago and I didn't think about it again until this episode necessarily, but you think he's the mole? I don't know. He's acting weird and I, I feel like I don't, you know what it is? Maybe we just don't trust anybody anymore on the show because Ali, he's acting weird. He keeps the one that's like, he keeps pressuring Connor, Connor with different things yes yeah. and then he's Almost all like, like turn on Michaela so yeah no you know what it is though like after watching it like this season after watching it he is different granted you know after being part of murder club for how long and all the shady shit we do you'd be different too changes you man murder club changes you it does, but it's kind of almost like he is the last person we would suspect for anything. That's what I'm saying. So it would make perfect sense that he's either working with the FBI or the police or I don't know, someone. Right. I don't even know who at this point, but or maybe he's endgame. Maybe he kills Annalise type thing. That would be bananas. Like, but, like, my whole thing is, it's like, I don't know, like, his love for Connor is extraordinary. Right. So I feel like that's why he's trying to pressure Connor into different things. So that way those two could be endgame. Right. Like, he made the deal with the devil to mm-hmm. get them two off. He just has to have Connor do this, that, and a third. Right. So I feel like that's why he's playing, like, this game of pushing whatever. But it's like, I don't know. Yeah. I hope not because that would really suck. Oh, he's going to end up dead. Yeah, that would destroy me. Like, legitimately, I'm going to be... Like, that's it. If, if the show really wanted to do it, that that would be it. That yeah. Ollie betrayed us. Betrayed yeah. us. I uh, don't know. It's just... It's yeah, weird because it's kind of like... He is... He keeps, like, talking Connor into the deals. The deals that... Whatever. To become... To become the informant. This yeah. episode, he was pretty much suggesting to, like, leave Michaela out of it and just save himself, pretty much. 
Yeah. And I'm just kind of like, really, Ali? Now, this is this could be us being paranoid. Or very much so. Right. Or it could really just be like him, you know, being concerned about this. It's like, you're the one I love. I love everybody else, but like you're my husband, you're the one I love, you're the one that I want to spend my life with. So like if you gotta do whatever it is you gotta do, do it. So you can come back to me and we can live our and we can continue to live our lives. That if that's what it is, and I'm hoping that that's what it is, then that makes complete sense, you know? And he's mm-hmm. And he's just kind of like, you fucking, who do you got to throw under the bus? Throw it under the bus. So that way, yeah. you know, you're good and you're safe. Um, but I, I, I did like, uh, Connor's kind of response kind of to him where, where he's just kind of like, like, what kind of life is it that we're going to live? Like, we can't do whatever it is that you are saying that we're going to do and then like live a normal life where we're like arguing about where to, who do, whether to adopt or do IVF and like do this, like, to continue our lives, it just won't be the same. Um, yeah. I, I like that response from him because it's true, because he's right. Like, it's completely true. Um, however, I don't know, man. Ali has been dropping the ball a lot lately, as like D always says, and we've been talking about, and I don't know. So keep an eye on you, Ali. Yeah, he's been, I don't know. Weird. Yeah, he's been making it real. I wonder if Sam's sister got to him. <gasps> And the piece de resistance, Nicole, 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 Nicole. I feel like round of applause. Should I just slow clap? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Yo, they kept mentioning Sam's sister and Vivian was like, at the end, Vivian was like, oh, you don't know what even happened to like Hannah and Sam? And I was like, yo, Nicole. Nicole for the win. I feel like we're just getting everything. We're getting everything this season, Nicole. Listen. Vivian solidified it. She said it. That's it. I told you. Hannah. Sam's sister in the end. She was <laughs> in the first episode. She's in the last one. It's her. You have been saying Sam's sister, I think, since season one. <laughs> no, since season two. <laughs> since he's been dead. Since she tried freezing all of her assets. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. She's got funny. a vengeance and this bitch is mad. Yes. It's a slow burn. She's coming for you slowly. It's just that everybody keeps dying that she keeps sending. <laughs> My thing is like, okay, you're right. Or if you are right, well, so far you're, you're right. She has something to do with it. But if she like really, really has something to do with it, if she has been the one pulling all the strings. I'd lose my shit. No, I just don't even know episode, how, I'm gonna can, like... how is that possible? Like, what does she do? How could she have gotten all of this together? Which obviously, if that's the case, I'm... They they have to tell us right because that's what I can't figure out. What is she? Is she a lawyer? I don't even remember what she that's is. That's what I'm saying. I don't remember either. Um, I still think she was talking to what's her name before what's his name ran her over. Mm. Sinclair. Mm. <laughs> Crazy. Still. That's the one. Okay, so this is what I'm thinking. So at the end of the episode, first of all, Vivian comes back this episode. Um, Annalise just can't with her. Annalise just literally can't with her. He was yeah. like, oh, someone's here to see you, uh, Vivian. He goes, oh, Lord. <laughs> she goes stomping out. <laughs> um, she just can't with Vivian. But Vivian in the like, in her, all her craziness seems to have all this information and says that Hannah has something to do with it, like started this somehow. Mm-hmm. And then in the end, she says like something like, do you know about what happened with Sam and Hannah? Right? Yeah. And then, oh, right. 
And then also in the episode when she heard about Frank, she was like, oh, Frank? And then she had like a weird reaction to that, to her, to hearing Frank's name. And then was just kind of like, oh, yeah, well, your aunt knew him. Or your aunt knew him a long time ago, right? Yeah. Okay, so this is what I'm thinking, Nicole. It's crazy, but I wouldn't put it past this show. Okay, tell me. Frank is a product of incest and the incest baby of Sam and Hannah. Oh, holy Batman. Ooh. I just, something happened between Sam and Hannah. Something happened. Were they estranged or not? But if they were, if they were having like a, you know, Cersei, Jamie Lannister type thing going, then I would, I can see how she would be super pissed if like Sam got murdered and then Annalise covered it up. And then it would make sense why she never liked Annalise. But why would Sam have him be around if that's the case? Like you figure you wouldn't want him anywhere near. I don't, I don't know. Keep it. Well, I, they probably gave him up and then <laughs> I'm making it up. Hold on. <laughs> Let me think. <laughs> no, because, um, Vivian said like, oh, she knew she, uh, Hannah knew Frank's family or was close with Frank's family. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see them giving the baby to this family, but still for some weird kind of reason, still being in the kid's life somehow. Cut to Frank is working with Sam. I don't know. I haven't figured it out, but I'm just saying like they can, it could be something like that. Something fucking bonkers and weird. Cause that's what I'm thinking about. The second she said Sam and Hannah, something happened. I was like, this show is going to fucking blow our minds and what can be like crazy. And that's the only thing I can think of. I kind of almost thought something similar to that. Like some type of like maybe molestation of some sort or because mm. I'm like, what else could it be? Where they killed somebody? Interesting. They are. Ooh. Now, when Vivian said Frank knows your aunt, did she mean Hannah or did she mean like her sister? No, she meant Hannah. Okay. Yeah. Weird, right? Yeah. It's weird. And I love it. <laughs> like, I like that, um, you know, if Anna ends up being the, the big, the biggest of the bad <laughs> for the entire series, fine. I love it. Why not? It's not like she came out of the blue. <laughs> better for, better than the Mahoney's. Fucking Mahoney business. Exactly. You love how they brought that up this, this episode, huh? You yeah. like that, right? Yeah. <laughs> of course, they gotta mention it. I was like, ah, oh, the Mahoney's. I miss them. No, I don't. It was stupid. Uh, um, last thing I was going to say. Okay, so we have what? Two episodes left? Mm-hmm. What episode is this? 13? We have three episodes left. And we still haven't seen Laurel or Wes. And I think that maybe Wes or Laurel, maybe Wes, but Wes or Laurel comes back to testify on Annalise's behalf. Though I could also see them testifying against Annalise. I hope we see both of them before this, like this goes off. Yeah, I know Pete Norwalk said that we are going to. So we have three episodes left and I would like to see Laurel back. And, you know, since Wes is alive, let's see what that's about. Come on. Mm-hmm. Like, this is literally all we're waiting for. And they're just 
Which is who hit him? Where's he been? Right. Who has he been working with? Because I feel like he's he hasn't been just like chilling on a beach somewhere. I feel like he's been working. It'd be crazy if he's working with Hannah, or it was cra- it'd be crazy if he was working with um Xavier somehow. Unless he's working with somebody else against like the FBI, maybe. Like these two FBI informants, I don't know something about them. I don't like and trust. Of like I feel agent? like they're not. Yeah, I feel like they're not who they say they are. And then, yeah, and then, and they, like, and then Annalise blew them up. Yeah, she well because they're they were the the worst. Yeah, she totally that blew them bad. up. His yeah. face was like son of a. <laughs> yeah, I did. I I really like that element of of the episode too, where obviously we got a, a lot of answers as to what why they're so gun ho. Um, towards Annalise. So it ends up, it ended up being that she is kind of a pain in their ass because of the whole, her fighting the system and trying to change it. Business. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Nobody um, likes that. No, yeah. Nobody likes that. You can't fight against the establishment without the establishment coming for you. Um, and that's what's happening. They compared her to Black Panthers. They compared her to a lot of, of, of those types of situations. So. I guess that's the the reason for for it, which is a cool, a very cool reason. I, I like that. Um, you know, I like that kind of angle. Um, it makes sense for the show. I just wish that they would have, I don't know, made that more explicit and added that more into the story earlier. Um, I think that would have been. Yeah, I was gonna say. I wish they would have done something more with that sooner. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> other than that. It was it was a good episode. I liked it. I liked it a lot. And I don't know. I don't trust Vivian. I don't trust Solomon. Gabriel needs to go. <laughs> Although I'm not. I don't mean like kill him. But I feel like Murder Club should kill him because he's kind of a pain in the ass. Might as well. <laughs> I feel like at this point, the people, the only people who are in trouble are the three people who did not commit murder. Um. <laughs> so that's something, Pretty much. right? Uh, Nate killing dude. I just, I mean, I guess welcome to murder club officially. Well, even Frank was surprised. What did you do? Yo, Nate scared Frank, which means that Nate is just gone. The Nate yeah. that we used to know is no longer here. He, he's, he's a shell of a man. Yes. Which is sad, which is kind of like he let, he let all this consume him and is, and I'm pretty sure it's not going to make him feel better. No. You know, so it's just kind of like, good Lord. Oh, poor guy. All right. Even though he annoys me, but, um, you know, I can still feel for him because I have a heart sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's go to feedback. You guys, if you'd like to send us some feedback, please follow us on Twitter at Talking Shonda or leave us an email or a voice note at Shondaland at courtsimparts.com. Our first email is from Margaret. Hey, Margaret. And she writes, Hey, Carly Nicole, I'm finally writing in for how to get away with murder and hear my thoughts for Thursday's episode. Firstly, when the words intent to pursue the death penalty were spoken, holy wow, that hit pretty hard. Props to Tegan for being Annalise's Khaleesi. Hell yeah, girlfriend. Yes. That was great. She said, I'm your Khaleesi. I was like, yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> like, but Nicole is, if they get together, then, then she won't have a BFF. It's not the same. Margaret continues, unrelated, but shout out to Tegan's earrings. I'm obsessed with her accessorization skills and her comebacks this week. Woof, she gave me everything. 
Yes, Margaret. Glad you mentioned it because Tegan's earrings game is so mm-hmm. good. I've been talking, I've been like obsessing and talking about it this whole season. Um, so I'm glad. Yes, I'm glad you mentioned it. Love it. I love those earrings. I think I even tweeted at Lim Paolo because damn Lim Paolo, just great job. I feel like I'm going to start like a fan page just for like Tegan and Annalise, like just for their fashion. Oh, yes. That's what I feel like I'm going to do. I'm there. And Elise looked great in all those. Well, she was wearing this green coat, I want to say. God. I'm just saying they look great. So good. So good. I like how Robert was like, oh, I like the new look. And she was like, mm-hmm. Her from. I love it. Right? Yeah. Uh, Margaret continues. Back to the important stuff. I'm finding it hard to trust Vivian. I know she wants what's best for Gabriel, obviously. But I can't help but feel skeptical considering their past tensions and the Sam of it all. Hannah is somehow involved. I legit gasped. <laughs> I was waiting for her involvement somehow, and now we got it. Yes, Margaret. Yes. Because we knew she was going to come back. We knew it. With her shady ass. This show. I know. This show. I can't. Oh, I love it. I better see her face. Thank you. I want Marsha Gay Harden back. If if Hannah's going to be behind all of it, I want Marsha Gay Harden back. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Physical form. I need to see her. Absolutely. Absolutely. Margaret continues. Oh, how fun was it to see Frank having someone tied up and threatening them? How we've missed it so. Bonnie and Frank endgame, perhaps? I honestly haven't thought about them in a while, and it definitely got me in my feels. Okay, Margaret. Margaret's down for them. Cool. Okay. Annalise's confrontation with Michaela and Connor. The tension of it all was beyond. What a terrible position they're in now to be testifying against their mentor while trying to also cover their own asses. Yikes, this is messy. But I'm really loving how this whole situation is shaping the Tegan and Annalise team and allowing it to grow. I love these ladies working together. Getting the death penalty off the table was definitely a relief, but obviously after the midseason finale, there's still lots to come and clearly a whole lot we don't know. Talk about it. That's very true. Xavier's confession. It's good to have his honesty out in the open about all the shady stuff he's been up to. And it's really giving Nate the fire he needs to get revenge. That next snap, though? Dear God. Oof, I am amped after this good episode. I wish you all the best amidst the chaos. Best, Margaret. Thank you, Margaret. Thank you. That was great. Yeah, yeah. Um, It looks like Nate is going to go after um Jorge, right? Because he was like, yeah. you heard him. So mm-hmm. he's ready. He's ready to break some bones. Oh, maybe. Oh, interesting. Maybe in that quest is when we'll see Laurel. Cause Laurel don't even look like she's trying to come back. And also if I were Laurel at this point, I would not come back with all this legal mess. Nah, I'll stay away where I need to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, our next email is from Kofi. Hey Kofi. And he writes, Hey Carly and Nicole. I haven't written about murder in a while because this show can be drier than club crackers at times. Nevertheless, it picked up a bit this episode. We're ha- we're at the halfway mark with only three episodes left and still no Wes, probably no Laurel, and just overall a meh feeling. This is how uh, how to get away with murders going out. Yeah, you know what? You know what, Nicole? I feel like I agree with Kofi a little bit. Like this episode was. Had a little, a little more pep in its step, but like since they came back, I've been a little unimpressed. I just thought it was gonna be more like shocking. Wow, what? Uh, every week, you know. Yeah, 
I kind of thought the same thing too. Absolutely. Mm. Uh, Kofi continues, getting into the episode, the voice memo recording app is God's gift to everyone on this show. The way everyone utilizes it to record people secretly and backstab them later. Oof. If I was ever having a conversation with any of these people, I would need all iPhones on the table in plain view, screens facing up. But I'm glad Annalise tricked those selfish pseudo children of hers, Connor and Michaela, into confessing they were informants. They're really not doing a good job explaining why the feds are going so hard for Annalise. The death penalty, like seriously, is just ridiculous. The AUSA blonde bangs lady needs to have a seat. Yeah, <laughs> that was intense. That was intense. Um, yeah. But like Nicole said, fuck, Annalise got him. And I think she got him good. Into, and the the Tegan Annalise one-two punch, um, mm -hmm. getting the the death penalty off the table, that was awesome. That was really great to see. Thank the Lord. Yeah. And it was funny because like Tegan... The scene in Tegan's office with Annalise, Frank, Bonnie, and Tegan comes in and they like lie to Tegan and, and she's just kind of like, no, 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 no. You're about to tell me all the truth. I need to know oh, everything, yeah. right? That scene. So in that scene, you know, they're kind of talking about like their options and Bonnie, Annalise, I think Frank, everyone's options are all like nuclear. Oh, because... You know, if this happens, then, you know, something negative. If this happens, then something else negative. And it's like they can't help think that way. And that's, and I feel like that's mm -hmm. why they always result in doing something crazy, like killing people or deporting them or like whatever, you know? Pretty much. In that scene, they were doing that. And Tegan was just kind of like, yeah, you guys, but it could not because I'm good at my job and we can get it you know, we can get it thrown out or whatever the case may be. And then he was like, uh, no, because that's not the way it works. So they were all just being <laughs> so, they were being all so like super negative and having that contrast of Tegan being like, but you guys, if we're good lawyers, we could possibly get this thrown out. Um, without killing someone. Right. <laughs> without it getting crazy. Um, that energy I liked having in the room because we, I feel like we've never really necessarily had someone like that in the room everyone just kind of goes to the like the most extreme. horrible yeah extreme option and that's how they get into trouble ridiculous that was crazy. funny though crazy um kofi continues i don't know if it's the pressure of everything that's happening but ali has definitely been acting out of character with the outbursts threats of violence and erratic behavior when he yelled at gabriel to get out and I had to do a double. <laughs> when he yelled at Gabriel to get out, I had to do a double take. I like how they kicked Gabriel out of their house at least once an episode, sometimes even twice. <laughs> yes, they do. Nicole. Or Gabriel. <laughs> Nicole. I'm glad Kofi said that because I find that so funny how everyone treats Gabriel like shit. And Gabriel's yeah. like, I just wanted to learn. I just wanted to be a good lawyer. <laughs> and everyone's like, Ugh, why are you here? <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, it Yo, he's going to be the one to crack the case. I'm telling you. Who, Gabriel? Mm-hmm. You know. He's going to have the key pieces mm -hmm. to crack the case. And then they're all going to be like, oh, my God, Gabriel, come on in. You're the best. <laughs> you want something to drink, you thirsty? We got cake. You want cake? Oh, take your shoes off. Get comfortable, boy. Yeah. Oh, dude. I, when he was like, uh, my Aunt Hannah told me that Wes had help killing Sam. And Asher told me that too. I was like, fuck all of this. Yeah. That right there made me kind of really, really excited to see 
how he's going to take the whole the, the whole story of how Sam died. Like even I'm going to say they are they are going to tell him and I can't wait to see his reaction pretty much. Oh, I, I just know. can't. Yeah. Mm. Kofi continues, Nate still being Nate and annoying. I know it's upsetting to have your father die, but just between the three of us, I need him to get over it. <laughs> I don't know why Frank let him alone with Xavier, knowing that could happen. Also, Xavier is the, mo the most character, non-character, if you know what I mean. For him to be involved in so many things spanning seasons, but for some reason, I don't, re I don't remember what he looked like till this episode. And also just his character as a whole, I'm like, who is this guy? Yeah! Yeah, Kofi, that's what I've been saying. I've been saying that forever. And they, they did that with Jorge. They did that with the governor. They did that mm -hmm. with Xavier. The show, the show had a blind spot for like big bads. They wanted the big bad to have their finger in all the pies, except that we never saw the big bad do anything. And we barely even saw the big bad. So I totally yeah. agree with you. Yeah, I completely agree with you. Um, Yeah, I didn't necessarily forget what he looks like, but, like, I pretty much did. Like, specifics. Like, I knew he was handsome, but then I was like, oh, yeah, okay. He, he really is handsome. <laughs> That's why he's handsome. That's what his face looks like. Oh, look at that cute like. face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but it's, you're completely, totally right. The most non-character character. But here we are. So when him dying or him, like, you know, I don't know if he was telling the truth. I don't know if he was just being a pansy. I don't know if he was just, you know, um... If he was trying to play them, like, I don't, I don't know because we don't know him. So I, I didn't know how to, like, the information that we got from him. I'm taking it with a grain of salt until it's confirmed later, which, you know, we'll see. Um, and then Kofi concludes with, didn't you ladies mention once Sam's sister being behind all of this? I think they may have recast her because I don't remember Marsha Gay Harden being in the earlier seasons. Thanks for the great commentary and conspiracy spirals as usual. Thank you, Kofi. And yes, Marsha Gay Harden was in the original, um, in the, uh, in the original, in the first season. She was, that was, she was always Sam's sister. Yeah. And Nicole mentioned it more than twice. Nicole has been obsessed with Sam's sister being behind all of this from the get go. Yeah. Well, listen, when she tried getting the house or the money or whatever, she seemed very angry. Like she was yeah. going to come back with a vengeance. That yeah. face said mm -hmm. it all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Can't wait. I can't wait to see all of them. Me neither. I, okay. Oh my God. I just got so happy right now with the thought of having a scene between Marsha Gay Harden and Viola Davis. Like, oh my God. Oh my God. Please, please Yo, let that happen. She, she needs to roll up into their office mm -hmm. so Tegan can be there because I need to see Tegan make her face like, uh, yes. Mm -mm. Yes. I just, I need to see it. I need to see it all. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's going to be so good. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> we got another email from Caitlin, a new feedbacker. Hey, Caitlin. Caitlin hey. Writes, <laughs> Caitlin writes, hi, ladies. Longtime listener, first time writer. Here's my feedback on how to get away with murder. First of all, where is Wes? Why even bring him back from the dead? Where did Mama O go? Did Annalise just send her home? I was expecting Mama O in all the final episodes, and I'm extremely disappointed she wasn't in this one. We need all the Mama O we can get. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? True. I agree. Like, she was in that... To me, it's just like, why was she in that episode? I mean, not that I... I love seeing Cecily Tyson in my life. But, like, right. why was she in that episode, and then why is she not in that episode? Weird. I feel like she... Like, we don't even need, like, 
like a whole bunch of her. Just like get like a little bit. Yeah. Like her just... answering the door or her, you know, or like her calling voice. her anime. Yeah. No. I know. I made you a peanut butter jelly. Come on, anime. Oh. That's all I need. And then I we can know, move on. Right? And that's it. Thank you. We don't yeah. ask for much, Nicole. Do we ever no. ask for anything? No. no, we really don't. No. no. <laughs> this could be Jeez. one thing that we get. Yeah. Oh, crazy. Um, Caitlin continues, we deserve bad Frank after last week's BS episode that only left us with a million more questions. Girl, talk about it, Caitlin. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how to feel about this Bon Bon and Frank business. They always gave me brother-sister vibes and it just freaked me out. Freaks me out. Agreed. I mean, Caitlin. Caitlin, yes, brother-sister vibes. That's what it is. Always. And forever. Remember that one time they went into that motel room and they started like making out and I think they even had sex? That was disgusting. It was so gross. It felt very incestuous. Yes. I did not like it. Me neither. I did not like it. Me neither. Um, Caitlin continues, here we go again, bringing up Sam's sister. I have come to expect this, to expect this from the show, but for them to bring her back after not being around for at least five seasons is insane. I knew it from the very beginning of the episode when Vivian brought up Hannah. That's the direction Pete Norwalk was headed. Nicole called it. Yes. Yes, she did. That's why Nicole got. Yay. Slow clap, everybody. Nicole, I feel like people are slow clapping you when they're hearing us. Yeah. It only took me six seasons. It, <laughs> but I figured out the end game. <laughs> it, no, I feel like it didn't take you. You did it right away. <laughs> right away. That's crazy. Um, do you feel vindicated? I, I did. Like this was I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, say it again. And she was like, Hannah, Sam. And I'm like, say it again. So if I could rewind, funny. I would have rewind, but I couldn't rewind. I love it. I was like, yes. I was like, I was wrong about everything in this show. Except, not the, this one. except the one that counts. That's it, Nicole. That's it. It's the one that counts. <laughs> Nothing else matters after that. Nope. <laughs> I'm good with that. I, I, This show can end and I'm happy. Yeah, that's it. I was right about Samson's I don't even care how it ends. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care who's alive and who's dead. Right. <laughs> Yo. Oh, man. I'm not going to lie. When I was watching it on Thursday, I was like, Nicole, Nicole. I just kept going, Nicole, Nicole. Like, I was so excited. I'm pretty sure I tweeted. I was like, oh. (laughs) I don't even know if it made sense or not, but I'm pretty sure I tweeted. Five seasons. However, that all being said, um, Caitlin is totally right. Like, after no one was even thinking about Sam's sister for like five seasons and all of a sudden she's the mastermind behind all of this is is so Pete Norwalk. <laughs> Girls, it's know? so bizarre and it's so random and I'm hoping like if that is the case they tied together somehow. Yeah. Like she was the one working doing this and doing that and we're like, oh okay. Right. In some justification. Exactly. Yeah. Crazy. Um Killing continues Tegan is a whole mood this episode. We all know she's a bad bitch, but she really came in guns blazing this episode. When she started her rant with, look here, boo-boo, to Robert, I lost it. Yes, me too. Although I'm getting strong Annalise and Tegan vibes, I have to agree with Robert, but I, however, am here for it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, fine. You guys are going to get me on the Tegan Annalise train? No, not yet. No, I'm going to hold off. No. You're going to hold off? I mean, I'm not like against it. I'm not against it. I'm just not here for it yet. I'm just not against it. Whatever. I'm not. I can't. I don't know. I'm torn. I like the Robert dude. I like his like weird little obsession with her. Nicole, 
I'm going to say what we always say. Why, why can't she just have both? Just, exactly. You know what I mean? I was, was going to say the same thing. Thank you. And okay. if she don't want him, I'll take him. Right? And my thing is just going to be like, at the end of the day, Anuisa is going to be like, and I got away with murder. And then she needs like somebody to enjoy that with. It could be like Tuesday, Wednesdays. It could be Tegan. And then Mondays and Thursdays, it could be Robert. And then the rest of the days, she can like, I don't know, save the world or whatever. She can relax and just be herself. Yeah. Alone from all the fuckery. <laughs> and all the, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Sounds like a great schedule. I love this so much. I feel like, I feel like spinoff. No? All right. Whatever. Um, <laughs> goes, Caitlin continues, I am very unsatisfied with the answers we got about Asher. Of course it's some random wom- woman we know nothing about who killed them. It makes zero sense that Gabriel would, would be able to see an earring between the stair railing while looking under his door. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. That's I what, mean, that's what we're saying. Like, to get my eye to focus and, like, get in there the right way. Yeah, she would have already been gone. So gone. And also, like... But that earring. But that but earring. The earring was so memorable, Nicole. This was the most memorable it's earring in TV history. A light. And it's, like, you know, it had sparkle to it. And he was like... Why he was able to see it. Yeah. And then he was like, I know those ears anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Caitlin. What are you complaining about, Caitlin? It makes perfect sense. <laughs> oh, my God, Caitlin. You're so right. It's ridiculous. Uh, it's so ridiculous. But like, that's why we watched the show. That's why we're three episodes away from the end of the show and we're still here. Exactly. Good Lord. Oh, man. Crazy. I know. Caitlin uh, says, bringing me to the thought. We don't know who this Pollock woman is. Is she really FBI? Did the governor hire her? Is she really a Castillo? Now she's Asher's killer and we're supposed to believe she's the only dirty person in the FBI. I'm not buying it. I need more. Yeah. (laughs) I agree. I agree. I don't think she's FBI. I mean. I feel like she's pretending to be FBI, but I don't know. I mean, she could be FBI, but she could be also another agent type thing. Well, when she walked into the room. Um, the FBI guy was just like, Agent Pollock. Yeah, I'm glad, yeah. glad you had to come or some shit like that, right? But whatever. Yeah. He like, when said, Gabriel was there. Yeah. Right. He said, Agent Pollock. So either that's like a crazy ruse and out of the blue, he was like, oh, we're, you know, they, they have this woman, let's say she's an agent in front of this kid or she really is. It just makes no sense that like, I feel like she would be, I feel like she is an agent. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like she's like one of those like dirty, you know, Cops. she's 12 other things on top of that. Yeah. Yeah. Like one of those types of deal. Like I just don't trust. I just don't believe her as an FBI person. Yeah. I would trust her. I would believe her working for the Castillos before, you know. Before being FBI. Yeah. Yeah. And that means if she she's probably working for the governor, because if we are to believe Xavier, Xavier said the governor was calling all the shots. Like he was just kind of like. The guy that was executing the stuff, but the governor mm-hmm. was the one that's sending the orders. So yeah. if she is shady like that, she's working with the, she's the governor, right? Working yeah. with the governor. Oh, this is giving me a headache. Like, I feel like this is so convoluted, but it also kind of makes sense? Question mark? I just want to know who's really dead, who's really not, and who's behind it. That's it. That's all we want to know. I just want to know. Where does Wes come in? Where has Wes been this whole time? Right. Is he working with anyone? Right. Is Ollie dirty? Oh, I can't even. I don't even want to know the answer to that right now. Is Annalise really dead? 
I'm gonna say no. And I feel like, and is Sam's sister like Endgame? Those are the only four things I want to know. Other yeah. than that, I could care less. Right. Yeah. I don't care if they graduate. I don't care if they they make it out. I don't care if the kids go to jail. I don't care what the hell happens to them. Right. Me too. I agree. <laughs> I totally agree. At this point, I'm like, whatever. Live your life. Don't live your life. Go to jail. Don't go to jail. I don't care. Is yeah. Ali dirty? Did he turn? Is he dead? <laughs> what happened? I love it. Crazy. Um, Caitlin continues. Annalise. <laughs> Annalise really went a step further than Michaela and Connor with her recording so she wouldn't implicate Gabriel. She's a genius, but I don't think she cared about him that much. Her and Tegan seem to be invincible together. All the more reason to ship these two. Their talk on the bench before returning to the meeting really warmed my heart. Absolutely. That was a beautiful moment. That was a beautiful moment. Um, And it ended with Annalise's head on her shoulder. You guys, they're BFFs for real. So freaking cute. So cute. So cute. Um, about her recording, uh, Michaela and Connor, like she recorded Michaela and Connor. I think I wouldn't say that she doesn't care. Yes, she threw them under the bus, but I feel like this is part of a plan because it was very specific. Her giving, her having this recording, um, of Michaela and Connor, not only mm-hmm. did it protect Gabriel, but also it could possibly get Michaela and Connor out of these deals that they have to um uh testify against her. Um yeah. which is kind of what they want. Uh and something else. And it and it helped her helped her also get the the uh death what is it? Death penalty off the table. Like I think mm-hmm. that it was very strategic what she did. Um and it's definitely part of a greater plan. Um, and I, something tells me that like maybe part of the plan that she has is like involves Laurel and Wes of it all. I just don't know how, but like, I, I, I'm, I'm getting the spidey sense that that's kind of where it is. Um, well, that in it makes those other agents look like incompetent of what they do. Right. Exactly. So it already puts the FBI's in question like that, that whole entire like move that she made was so right fucking on the money she is a genius oh i love her that's why people... she did and i was like oh shit yeah. tegan was like what the hell okay no no she didn't even tell tegan well you know it's classic annalise yeah yeah um caitlin says uh nate caitlin i feel like that says it all <laughs> yeah. yeah no more Right. <laughs> I thought it was a good idea at first for him to talk to Xavier. He was getting the answers he and we all wanted. They could have just kept using him for information. He had to go and kill him and ruin everything. The Castillos were already after all of them and is another murder to cover up as if they weren't enough. Now, Annalise isn't going to get the death penalty. Now that Annalise isn't going to get the death penalty, I anticipate she's going to keep fighting the FBI on the charges against her. My main concern now lies with the kids. Are they going to get thrown under the bus? Who is going to take the fall for all the murders? Is Annalise still going to fake her death? Or will she really die? And how are they going to answer all of these questions in three episodes? <laughs> Sorry for the long email. My thoughts are all over the place and I have so many questions. Thank you for the podcast. It makes me feel a little bit more sane during these crazy times. Stay safe, Caitlin. Caitlin, thank you. Thank you very much for writing in better late than never. But it's really nice to hear your thoughts as long as it doesn't matter. As long as the email was, it was really nice. Um, And you stay safe too, ma'am. Like, you think Annalise is really going to die or is she going to fake her death? 
I feel like at the end of the day, someone has to go down for all these murders. Hmm. So I feel like what I'm thinking is she's going to take the fall for all the murders. The kids are going to get off, mm-hmm. but she's going to fake her death. Hmm. So she'll still get pinned for it, but she's going to fake her death in order to get away with it. That's interesting. I I'm going to disagree with you on this one too. I don't see Annalise doing that. Cause in this episode, she kept saying, she was like, I didn't kill anybody. I don't deserve this. True. And she's right. She didn't. She doesn't. And she didn't kill anybody. So I don't think she's going to, like, how would that benefit her necessarily? You know what I mean? True. I don't think she likes the kids that much to, to fall on the sword for them. Um, I can see someone else doing it though. I can absolutely see Bonnie Frank maybe Mm, maybe Connor, but Bonnie Frank maybe Connor doing that, like being like, "Fine, it was me. I just want this over with." Um, I see Frank out of all of them. Frank or probably Connor. I want to say maybe those out of the out of the people. Those two are very prone to probably being like, "It's me." Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think she. I to be honest with you. I think she fakes her death, but it's more, but I think it's a, it's a, um, what do you call it? A plan, a, um, a trap of some sort. Like to draw them out, to kind draw of like to draw Wes out. out. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Ooh. I'm saying like, I just, yeah, I don't think she's really going to die. Absolutely not. Yeah. Maybe it's to draw the governor out. Maybe it's to, it's, yeah, it's to draw, yeah. And I mean, I'm going to go with yours. No, no, no. It's, it could be that because it's kind of like once you think that the threat, the, you know, since they can yeah. release a threat, like once you think the threat is gone, maybe there's something that you do. Then that can, the real right situation or the real whatever of it all comes forward. Right. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't think, yeah, I don't, no. I think she, regardless, I think she fakes her death. Right. Yes. Um, I don't think she's really dead. No, no. I don't <gasps> think that's going to happen. I hope that happens this this week. I hope she fakes her death this week so we can see. So we can see something. Yeah. yeah. They probably they'll probably leave it for like the um, the last episode, the second to last episode. That's how <laughs> they're gonna end it, and then the last uh. episode is like us figuring that out. Fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> oh, stupid show. <laughs> um, our next email is from D. Hey D. And D writes, hey Carly and Nicole, hope all is well. Here's my feedback for how to get away with murder. Last time we saw Connor running like that. He thought he killed Wes. Yes, I did think that. I did remember that. Awesome. Mm. I like Robert. Why is Tegan so mean to him? Let Annalise get hers while she still can. Like, Robert seems nice and Annalise said herself she enjoyed the date. Why does Tegan not like him? Did Robert do something to her? Girl, it's because she likes Annalise. She's a little, little jealous. Mm-hmm. I mean, Don't okay. want nobody horning it on her game. Exactly. Or her friend. Or her friend. Right. Her BFF. I, like, even if it's not, like, a romantic thing with uh, Tegan and Elise, it's still, you know, like, she's still, like, being very protective over her, you know? Yeah. The way we are with our best friends. Um, Most of some of us are. So, like, that's how I read it, because they're going to be BFFs to the end. They have, they have bracelets. You guys. We just didn't see them, but I know that they do. Oh, yeah. They definitely do. Yeah, definitely. The one has one side of the heart. The other one has the other side. They're the best. Oh, I love them so much. (laughs) 
Anyways, D continues. <laughs> I'm still not buying this whole Frank isn't in love with Laurel. And now all of a sudden, Bonnie is the love of his life. Like Frank was ready to raise Christopher as his own. I believe he has love for Bonnie, but I just don't see her being the love of his life. Yes, talk about it, D. D. Yes, that's what we're saying. It's, this is, mm. it's weird, but I guess this is where we're going to end up and we're going to have to like it. I don't know. Um, sure. Right. I guess. <laughs> Uh, D continues, I feel like at this point, Gabriel needs to get over whoever else was involved in Sam's murder. It's like he just won't stop. Like he already knows it was Wes. I wonder if he will meet Wes face to face at some point and confront him about all this. Ooh, I didn't even think Hot of damn. that. Mm, that'd be interesting to see. But yeah. Nicole, fucking D is right. He already knows who killed Sam. Like, he already knows. It was Wes. Yeah. Then what the fuck? Get over it, dude. Move on. Because if you keep digging, you're going to either end up dead or in more trouble. Yeah. With the coppers. Don't don't push it. Do not push it. This kid would never learn. Kids. In the asses. I know. (laughs) Goes. Uh, D continues. D says... So it looks like everybody was going after Annalise because of politics, because of her Supreme Court win. Like, they all really ruined this woman's life just because she wanted to help people. They wanted to throw the death penalty at her for this. Like, it's time for the governor to go down already. Yeah, that was it. It makes sense that the governor, whatever, it makes sense that they are are trying to ruin her life because she is trying to help people. Yes, because she's saying that they are the problems. The system, the people who make the laws, whatever, is the problem. And um, they don't like hearing that. That makes sense. The governor coming after her because of her Supreme Court win. Um, The governor doing, like, if we believe Xavier, sending um, somebody to set up uh, Nate Sr., that totally tracks to me, I think. Like, the mm-hmm. uh, the governor would do that. Like, um, Xavier said to to say that, like, Annalise is trying to release dangerous people. Absolutely. Yeah. For politics, for money, you know, mm-hmm. the, the it's more... It's about making the other person look bad and you look good. Absolutely. But also for money. Like, the more that people come out of jail, the less money they make. Because a lot of people are in prison and the more, the more... Uh, people, the more money these, you know, prisons make and government and yeah. private prisons and all this shit. So this is like that kind of tracks. Why from the beginning, like shit like this was happening? I don't know. Like, I have no idea. Um, Xavier also said like, oh, my family coming after you, you all was because of you, Frank. The fuck was that, Nicole? Yeah. Is it because of the him and Laurel? Right. But then like, but like, what about it? Like, it just makes no sense. Oh, it was because of you, Frank. What? What exactly? And why? So you decided to come after all of us? After Annalise and everybody? Because of me? What did I do? What was it? Yeah. That's weird. Hmm. I mean, again, we have three episodes for them to tell us all of this. But those are just all the questions. So. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. You're not alone, D. You're not alone. Um. And he concludes with, I was hoping Nate recorded everything that Xavier was saying about how the governor was involved with everything from the beginning. I didn't think Nate was going to murder him, though. It looks like he has really joined the murder club. Best D. Yes. Yes, he has. And I'm not happy about this. I'm not happy about this. I never liked Nate, but like, I didn't want him to end up like this, Nicole. 
I know. I was like, oh, okay, damn. Mm. He just went back and snap, snap. I was like, oh. I know. Crazy. And our last email is from Claudia. Hey, Claudia. And she writes, hi, Carly and Nicole. Hope you ladies are doing well. I love, 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 love the interactions between you ladies. I'm so glad that I found this podcast. It has me straight put spitting my wine at times or just feeling happy all around. Good Lord, Claudia. That's very nice to hear. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, Thank you for those nice words. And you're welcome. Um, Claudia writes, seriously love how you ladies have all these great ideas about spinoffs for how to get away with murder. I totally think that if Michaela and Connor don't end up in jail, they should open up their own practice. Tegan should also get her own series. She always dresses so nice. Oh, I know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm down for any of those spinoffs, all of them together, like Michaela, Connor and Tegan. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Why not? Oh my God, it'd be so great. Let's do it. But like, let's do it and not have it be like a murder, like a murder show where they're murdering people. Yeah. It'd be something else. I don't know. Well, let's think about it. Um, Claudia continues. They mentioned the governor a lot this episode, but I totally thought it was to distract us. Does Sam's sister have more clout than I'm remembering? We do not know. That's... Yeah, we have no idea, Claudia. I guess that's where we're going to find out in the next couple of episodes, maybe next episode. But like this whole It's Sam's sister business, they're going to have to clarify for us. Yeah. Absolutely. And Claudia concludes with, I cannot wait to see next week's episode and hear more about what you ladies thought. Con mucho cariño, Claudia from California. Thank you, Claudia. That was really nice. Thank you so much for writing in. We'll get through this together. Okay. Um, I know. Thank you, everybody, for writing in. Next episode is called, What if Sam wasn't the bad guy this whole time? <laughs> Nicole! Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. So, yeah. What if Sam wasn't the bad guy this whole time? Oh, God. Three more episodes, Nicole. That's it. Three more episodes, you guys. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man is right. Um, with that, that's been long enough. Thank you, everybody who wrote in. Everybody. We love hearing your thoughts, especially as this show comes to a close. Please, any feedback at all about either show, station, or murder, please follow us on Twitter at Talking Shonda or leave us a voice note or an email at Shondaland at CourtTempArts.com. Also, if you guys would like to support the show, please go to Patreon.com slash CourtTempArts. That's Patreon.com slash CourtTempArts. And you can also please leave us a review um, wherever you listen to podcasts. That would really, really, really be great if you do that. Five-star rating and review would really fix 2020 for us. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Nicole, for doing this. This was super fun as usual. Yes. And thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope you guys are staying safe and um, staying sane as much as you can. Um, and until next time, please be good to each other. Bye. Thank you for listening to an original Cortem Parts Network production. To listen to more Cortem Parts shows, visit cortemparts.com.